He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. I'm ready. Lose the I'm goddamn attitude. Ad- ready to kick it off. <laughs> Joe DeLeo and Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. Welcome back to Hack City, folks. We are previewing week five of college football action. The slate does not live up to what we had last week, but we still do have three amazing games that we're going to be talking about. That being Oregon State versus Utah. We're going to be talking about Notre Dame versus Duke. I know I'm living the dream getting to talk about Notre Dame two weeks in a row. And then last, we are going to get to Texas playing Kansas. Sean. Actually, I'm not going to ask how you're doing. I forgot. Why not? Why not? No, you should ask. No, because you you spend too much time. I've been insulted by a man growing an orange beard. uh, And I don't know if I really like that. Okay. So look, we'll get this out of the way. We have the beard bet going. We both look terrible. You have the worst beard genetics that I've ever seen in my life. Just please just lift up your, just do the thing that you keep. You're not growing it anywhere. It's not. It's just all. It's all down over the place. It's here. all over the place. It's no. It, it's all underneath. This stupid camera. It's I all thought. Over. I thought I had bad beard Look, genetics. You have worse beard genetics than I do. Screw you! It's coming in nice and thick right there, right on the right on the side of the face. Uh, you look. This sucks. Terrible. This beard sucks. It's awful. The only time my beard looks good is is three days after shaving. One day fewer is just a bald face. One day after, it starts looking like this. Patches a, a, a Gillicuddy, whatever his stupid name is in Dodgeball. Oh, oh, oh Hulan. Oh. Yeah. This is how the, not to spend too much time on it. This had to have been one of the dumbest things that you've suggested, and I extremely regret it. My face is so itchy and uncomfortable. Like, I'm, I'm done with this thing. I'm so sick of this stupid beard that you forced me into growing. You You're going to be riding it out until October because if you touch it again with the razor, that's just another three points on my side. And, and honestly, right now, I think Oregon giving uh, getting six is fair for the line looking at Washington. I honestly, think that's fair. Well, if we're going to do that, so then I want, I want to get to shave my neck one more time and I'll give you another three points. I don't care. So I'll then, then I'll, I'll be at six. Then I'll be getting six points. Okay. I'm fine with that. Washington and then I just have probably... to win. Then I just have to win. Uh, okay. Yeah. That, that's how it goes. Speaking of betting, Sean, can you just tell our listeners about bet online? Why not? Uh, my hot streak is continuing. I think I've hit a little, a little baby parlay each night of the of the week and the weekend. I think I had a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and a little Monday action. So I have not been very upset with the betting gods lately. And if you want to have winning a, a little bet be the best part of your life that you have going sometimes, and you're like, ah, oh, at least I won the bet. And you're looking at your idiot friends putting together eight-leg parlays. And you can just laugh at them quietly. Just know, huh, losers. Then go to betonline.ag. Set up your own parlay. A little wide receiver over action. A little running back under action. How about game under actions? Hit so many under bets this weekend. Nobody wants to score the ball, and they just want to give you their money by taking the unders. It's un-American, but I get it. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, BetOnline gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BLEAVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Do I look blurry to you? Uh, you look kind of. Uh, that was going to be a little. That was going to come off. Oh, uh, you were going to be mean. Uh, yeah, you're, yeah. You're I, I held it. I held it. <sighs> you're a dick. 
Starting us off with the game that's played on Friday, we actually finally have a good Friday game. Oregon State is playing Utah. Oregon State comes off of a loss against Washington State, which was one of the most impressive performances from Washington State. They proved to me I think they belong in that 10-11 discussion as one of the top teams in the country because they're so well-rounded. Oregon State, they looked good at the start of the year, lost a little bit of their footing. On the other hand, Utah's surviving without Cam Rising. The quarterback situation's not great, and they played a really ugly game against UCLA. They still pulled out with the victory because of how freaking good their defense is. Sean, for me, the biggest thing that I am focused on in this game is, one, how does DJU play? He doesn't need to go out all out and have an amazing game because he's going up against Nate Johnson, who has been fine, has been an explosive athlete, but has not been the best passer. But DJU needs to have a much cleaner performance than the one that he had against Washington State. At the same time, Oregon's got to keep doing what they're doing defensively because they are getting after quarterbacks. They are forcing turnovers. Cole Bishop is a rocket coming down the field as that hybrid safety linebacker box player that he is. There are just so many well-coached defenders on that Utah defense. And if they keep doing what they're doing, this could be a long day for the Beavs. Yeah, this seems like it's going to be the first real deal, true test of a defense. No slight to Wazoo, but uh, the Utah defense is legit. That is what has carried Utah to their record. It has not been the quarterbacking. It has not been the offense. It has been the, uh, I mean, head hunting cannibals on defense is the only way I can describe them. Uh, a, A defense that's out for blood. And that's a, that's a fun defense to watch. So Oregon state, Buckle up because you're nice and flashy. You got talent. You 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 got you got some some good animosity towards the rest of the Pac-12. I can't get enough of Oregon State this year. I can't get enough of Washington State this year. I wish they played each other uh, at the end of the year so I could still have that waiting for me. But now it's just the revenge tour. Now we just get to see Oregon State go out and, and just looking for blood, uh, which they could find. Uh, but Utah is seemingly that dude at the bar. That's what they seem like. The one dude, you shake his hand, and you wonder why his hand feels like it's filled with lead. That is <laughs> that is who Utah is. You're like, damn, what? I, I I know me. I lift some weights. Why is his hand? Why do I feel like I have a child's hand right now? I don't like this. That's how Utah makes you feel. So Utah, DJ, you- Utah, I don't mean to cut you off. I really like that analogy. Utah is like the guy at the bar when a fight breaks out. He's not the one who starts it, but he's the one who finishes it. Like yeah, he just yeah, comes yeah. out of nowhere, ends the fight, and does it as stoically as possible. That's what they feel like. <laughs> the problem is with Florida, they they started the fight and they crushed him early in the season. I like it though. Utah is just a a, a scary dude in the bar. So Oregon mm-hmm. State. Maybe try to talk your way out of it with some with some nice flashy offense. So it, it, you just got to stay disciplined. I like a lot of what they're doing. It's not going to be a, oh, you really need to hammer down on this game. It's just going to be play a fundamentals game, win, win both sides of the ball, convert on third down, get some yards every first down, and then, uh, and then just keep on chopping wood. Keep on chopping wood. Because if you can score points, it's going to be hard for Utah to score points. It is hard for them. They're they're struggling with that without Cam Rising, and their dog Utah is underdogs in this game, which I might bring up a little bit later in another segment. Mm, but uh, it, it is it, this will be a fun, tasty uh, line. It's a fun game, a little Pac-12 action, best conference in the nation right now. I was a little iffy on placing that. Actually, I might have actually placed that 
that bet. I'm going to double check. I do like that bet, though. I do like the Utah plus three and a half. Actually, I might have done the opposite of you. I'm going to check that in a second before. Well, I keep this is where here's the thing. We can't both be thinking the same thing or else okay. it's, all, it's all going to go to hell. Look, you bring up. No, I didn't end up betting on that because I, I was afraid to touch that because of how evenly matched these two teams are. But I do really like Utah. It's weird that we're favoring Oregon State because of the the slow quarterback play. But the thing that we've seen on a week-to-week basis, Sean, is that Utah, despite different guys, Bryson Barnes, Nate Johnson stepping in, uh, Nate Johnson had a, a, a that one uh, final few play or final drive rather against Baylor where he kind of closed the game out and took over running the football. But they still haven't really figured out the offensive rhythm here because it's like, do you go to Bryson Barnes, who's the better passer? Or do you go to Nate Johnson, who's just so hard to keep up with as an athlete? I think that even though they've been going through all this without Cam Rising, they still have been so stout defensively. They have won because of their defense. Usually a lot of times in modern college football, it's because you win because of good quarterback play. And instead, it's we're going to play gap sound, fundamental sound, attacking defense on every single play. I don't know what the situation is with Cam Rising, though, because there was that that possibility that he might play um, against UCLA, and then he didn't. He's been warming up. I I don't know. I legitimately don't know. I'm going to go off of the assumption that he is not going to play in this game. If Cam Rising plays, it's a lock for me, but I'm going to go off of the assumption that he doesn't, and I'm going to trust Utah's defense to come out here, cause problems for DJU, Oregon doesn't really Oregon State rather does not really have the receivers that we would hope. They don't have the explosiveness that we would want to see that was supposed to save DJU from himself. Yeah, for the rising situation, I'm just putting my faith in Kyle Whittingham. I, he's been there before. He's been around the block. I he's one of those dudes where whatever you're doing, I, I I'm gonna trust it. I'm gonna trust you know what you're doing. You've been at one program for so long. You've been effective for so long. If Cam Rising can't play this week or you think he needs another week, I believe you. I, I believe that he is not making the wrong decision when it comes to stuff like that. In-game stuff, okay, we can beef about little things. But but with with just pregame execution, he is not a, a coach that I really uh, uh, defer or, or, or what is the word uh, that, I, that I, I feel does the wrong thing. Disagree what? with. There we go. Okay. D- disagree. That's the word. Okay. I was so perplexed by what word you were going it, it's, for. It now. was only one word, and that's all it could have been. And, um, and I didn't have a, a synonym for disagree. I'm proud of you that your brain cells just decided to start working. Um, Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I think, though, just a final thought here. I'm still I'm sticking with Utah. Uh, I think that Oregon State's a fun team. I think they're probably going to finish with like three losses, four losses, but – for them to beat one of the top teams in the conference, I just I just don't think they're there yet. Otherwise, they would have beaten Washington State last week. Oh, Washington State's a, a horse of a different color, though. They are just they, – they, oh, they're just too much fun. Cam Ward's he, – he's, he's playing out of his mind right now. I almost don't even count that as an Oregon State loss because of how out of this world Cam, Cam Ward has been. I, I, there, there, there's got to be a come down. There, there has to be. Well, and there I, I might will- be. I don't think there's going to be, and I will go as far as to say this. I think that Washington State is better than Utah right now. I think that even if Cam Rising comes back, I think that Washington State is better than Utah, and I don't think a lot of people are willing to admit that, but 
I'm going to admit that. I believe that there's truth to that. But it still does not mean that there is a likelihood that Oregon State wins this game. I think that there was some legitimate exposure to the weaknesses that are on this Oregon State roster, which are their lack of explosive receivers. It's kind of ironic that this is where we are, that DJU escapes Clemson and everyone starts getting all excited about him. But then we see against Washington State, he's got nobody. You know, it's he's got a fine group of guys. Maybe it's a little better than what the Clemson situation used to be. But if the guy doesn't have someone explosive to get the football to, like he did his freshman year when he played those few games, he's kind of a sitting duck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Looking at it again, checking back in on it. Not a truly inspired performance out of DJU last week. 198, a touchdown, a pick. Looking at the receiving. Not you. Not it's the DJU that we that. we knew from. This a while is ago. this is a DJU stat line. It is, and they were three points away from winning the game and holding on, uh, or six points rather. But gosh, it just it, you you look at him in the pocket. You're like, how how is how is he not torching people? Because he just has that look of a quarterback, especially in college, that is going to carve up a defense. That's going to yeah. manipulate a linebacker. That could get free. He's big. He's strong. Good arm. I, it just everything. The legs look right. Everything looks right. And maybe eventually it does get right. But right now, I, I'm still taking Oregon, uh, getting all up in his kitchen. Texas versus Kansas is a really fun matchup for me. I, I really think that Texas ends up winning this game. I don't really totally see a a, a strong likely path for Kansas to come out with this victory here. But but. I'm paying close attention to this because I think it could cause some chaos. And I think that Kansas, you know, we love to coin the term chaos team. I think Kansas this year might be the chaos team. I really think that they might be the team that can go around causing problems. I see them right now as the third or fourth best team in the Big 12. And if you come out of this game where they're pretty heavily underdogs, they're like a 17-point dog, what are you doing over there? Are you good? I'm thinking. I'm, you said third or fourth. I'm trying to see who you got Kansas over in my you, mind. I'm you, trying to think. I'm doing math. I'm, you I'm look like you were having digestive problems and that you had here, to move. I, I'm sitting here doing my math in my head. Third or fourth. That means he's he's got can he's got Kansas over possibly Kansas State. He's got yes. Kansas over Texas. Oklahoma, no, not over. Not over I, Texas, I'm just saying. Oklahoma. I'm doing my math here, thinking who the Texas, hell is Oklahoma, going? Kansas. That's where I'm going with there. <laughs> Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas. You tell me, Kansas get... plays Kansas State right now. You, you're taking Kansas. Yes, yes. Kansas State looked weak against Missouri. Oh, you're crazy. That you're a you crazy person. That look that you made though, you look like you were in absolute angst. I don't know. Look, that's my me pro- doing math. <laughs> here's my <laughs> here's my problem with Kansas. Why I'm like not fully in. They played three really good football games, and then they laid an absolute egg against Nevada, a team that they should have blown out of the water. But the rest of their games, they've looked really good. They're explosive offensively. They fly all over the field on defense. They force turnovers. BYU's not a slouch. BYU beat Arkansas, who has guys. Like, that's not like that's a, they came back on Arkansas. I don't try to do the transitive property much on this show because it doesn't really mean a lot in college football. But I just think that they've got that that little charisma that allows them to be this chaotic team that could show up and upset a team like Texas. I just don't think it's possible. I just think that Texas is going to use this as another opportunity to say, y'all are trying to come up with reasons why we're going to lose this week. 
you wanted to pick Alabama, we're going to continue to prove that we're a really freaking good team this year. Yeah, this is this is Texas's game. They're going to win. That's how it's going to work. Uh, I can't believe what you said about the the Big Twelve rankings, but that's fine. Kansas is fun. Kansas creates chaos. Whenever Kansas is scoring, it looks like it's a, a, a just a, a whole team bats out of hell. I, I enjoy that. I enjoy their style of football. I think Lance Leipold is is fantastic. I think he's going to get signed for big money. Texas A&M money. Bye-bye, Jimbo. Uh, Lance is here money. That's what I think is going to happen. Okay. What, you, you think the college coaches are going to get paid less? No, no, no. I just don't know if he ends up at Texas A&M. The one that I threw out there that people hated on Rafino and Joe, I had a couple people who were like, he's not going to end up. I said Texas Tech. I think Joey McGuire gets fired. Impossible. Yeah. That almost seems like a lateral move right now. It almost no, feels like no, Kansas no, 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 no. The, Kansas the pockets, is, the pockets of the Texas. Tech. I know there's pockets. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying just for 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 okay. team roster Sorry. skill. I, I think that would be loud. I think I think Texas okay. Tech is Kansas could be Texas Tech. Kansas is better than Texas Tech right now. Yes, yeah, so but that's, that's right now. That's move. because of that's because of Lance Leipold. Gosh, yeah, exactly. But uh, I okay, love continue what you your wrote point the, about the I, game though. Kansas, I love what you wrote in the doc here. Be aggressive. Take shots if you're Kansas. Yes. Do it. Take shots. Do a double pass. Do a triple pass. Flea flicker. I don't care what you do. Mm. Run a, run the, the, the push play. I don't, I don't care. Don't go out and do what you've been doing because Texas has 30 assistants, 30 analysts that are going to tell you that, that, that have what you're doing, what you have been doing trend wise. So you got to throw it's It's got to be a full wrinkle game. I'm talking weathered wrinkles working in the sun wrinkles big deep wrinkles you gotta change it up and if you do it'll be fun for everybody leipold has historically been somebody who's been aggressive and i think that he has shown to us that he's not afraid to step in a situation like this and say we've got nothing to lose a lot of people are picking against us. We're going to do whatever it takes. And that's why I think that there is that possibility because Jalen Daniels, too, is a really good quarterback. And he yeah. continues to show really nice stuff on a week-to-week basis. And I think that the more good games he strings together against good opponents, he's going to continue to build this quality resume as one of the better players in all of college football. But he's just not getting recognized for it because he beat Illinois and BYU, so he's not on the national landscape. Instead, everyone wants to talk about, you know, Michael Penix and Shadur Sanders, all the typical faces that have been blasted in front of us, but no one is giving Jalen Daniels his flowers, even though he absolutely deserves it. And I think that what could maybe lead to this upset happening is that Jalen Milrow obviously played a terrible game. He's nowhere near the level of passer of, of Jalen Daniels, but they're similar athletes. Jalen Milrow is a better athlete than Daniels, but Daniels can still threaten the defense in similar ways. I would think that maybe some of those ways that Jalen Milrow did threaten that Jalen Daniels could do those same things against Texas. But I bet again, they're watching a lot of Bama film saying yes. what worked with this dude. I bet they're watching a ton of it. Uh, I, the only, here's how I see it. If it's going to be close, it's because uh, Texas comes in this game sleepy. That's how it's close. And then right. if you're, if you're a, a hardcore better, maybe that first half Kansas cover. It, it, maybe you take that because Texas could be sleepy 
overlooking Kansas. Like everyone o- always overlooks Kansas, even though Sark, I believe, will be saying, don't overlook these dudes because they have talent, they have a quarterback, and they have a defense that really hustles. Uh, but if the players go out sleepy, then Kansas could give them problems early. Right. So again, this all comes back to, I know the way that we've presented this made it seem like we're picking Kansas. I'm, I'm not, I'm picking no. Texas because they did their thing against Baylor. You know, they, they realized that they were sleepwalking against Wyoming and they very clearly are like, all right, we need to quit messing around. We need to do what we did against Alabama and we need to just keep doing it against everyone we played. And Kansas is another opportunity for that. I think there's a lot of people out there that are questioning the validity of the Alabama win because of how bad Alabama has looked. And you know what you do to silence those people? You come out and you beat the crap out of Kansas, who is ranked this week. Yeah, you have a quality win against a a legitimate – this could be a good win for Texas. When when it's coming down to the final selections, like if Kansas keeps it up, this is something that people will say is that's a good in-conference win. It's not going to be a rollover. You didn't beat Northwestern. You didn't beat Virginia Tech. You didn't stomp down a, a G5. You beat Kansas, who's been playing their ass off. So this could be a huge win for Texas coming down late in the season. They'll be thanking themselves that they took it seriously. Last game, Notre Dame versus Duke. Notre Dame looking mm-hmm. to rebound after their loss to Ohio State. The way that I see that this this game unfolds, for Duke to really scare Notre Dame, Riley Leonard needs to do his thing. He needs to do what he did against Clemson. And they need to force early turnovers like they did against Clemson. They did a really good job of forcing stupid mistakes, um, did a really good job of just capitalizing. That's the bigger thing for me. They capitalized on the mistakes. Teams that capitalize on turnovers and mistakes tend to be very successful in the world of college football. If you're Duke... You have to do that. But at the same time, at the same time, they don't really have any receivers. They don't really have any skill position players outside of Riley Leonard that if I'm Notre Dame, I'm worried about. You keep Riley Leonard in check. You pressure him. You haven't done an effective job of getting after opposing quarterbacks. Be aggressive this game. Get in his face. Because realistically, he's not going to get the ball to anyone that's going to really, really gouge you and kill you. I think that Notre Dame has an opportunity this week after Duke has done what they've done at the start of the season, looked very, very dominant to say, look, you guys doubted us after Ohio State. You said that we were cooked and that we were done. Well, we came out here and we beat the crap out of Duke because we're tired of being doubted. Stop squinting your goddamn eyes. Seems Stop like there your goddamn a, eyes. What am I doing wrong here? I'm, I'm watching my co-host and friend talk about a game that's being played, and somehow I'm being attacked for it. I don't know who's been doubting Notre Dame. I thought I've been pretty sure the national media has been what like, are you oh, talking that, about? that was pretty good. I think they said they, they, they put out a good, I put out a good game and a loss. There's two sides to it. Yes. There are people that are like, that was impressive, but I, there are plenty of other people that on Twitter and on, on shows no, that have oh, said that, that Notre Dame is not as good as some people are making them out to be. Well, they're going to be good this time, uh, this game, uh, because Sam Hartman, I, I believe he's comfortable playing in the Carolinas. I, I'm not worried about him going to Duke in front of the crowd. He played at Wake Forest. It's going to be a comfortable environment for him. I think that's that helps the quarterback. Notre Dame's dying to, to look legit right now. And if they beat Duke, it is same with even better than Texas beating Kansas. This would be a better win. This would be a better win, which is crazy saying that Duke and Kansas would be validating wins for a CFP push. <laughs> It, it, it's it, but this is where we're at in college football, and I love it. I love it. Uh, the one thing that you got to know is that Mike Elko, 
And that Duke defense is going to harass that offense. And if you make a mistake, they will make you pay. They will pressure you. They will have it schemed up. Duke will have Notre Dame schemed up. Whatever Ohio State did to put the clamps on them, to hold them to, what did you have, 13 points uh, in the game? Or whatever uh, it was. 10. 10? They will try to keep you to 10 again. And they, and they, they you'll probably get more than 10 because they don't have the Ohio State athletes. But, boy, I do not see Notre Dame putting up 30. Well, the clamps that were put on Notre Dame were the result of them being overly conservative in their play calling. I really think that this is one of those games where they say, you know what, we're, we got to let Sam Hartman go. We, gotta, we just need to let him go f- throw the ball 30 times. But the other thing, too, why I really think that this is a, a very heavily favorable matchup for Notre Dame is the fact that despite only giving up seven points, and there were obviously all those errors against Clemson, they still ran. Clemson still ran for 213 yards, and that was with Will Shipley. Like that was basically the only guy who produced all those yards. Yards. Yeah. Notre Dame is a really, really good running back room. I think this is giving me like a 250 plus day. They're going to run like hell, and they're going to open up this offense. This is one of those weeks where you start the game hot and pissed off. And you pick up a lot of chunk plays, and you and you just show up to to prove, you know, prove those doubters wrong. Stop smirking at me. That's normally you how I start dick. my Saturdays: hot and pissed off. I'm in my pants from the night before. The fan stopped halfway through the night. Dude, you wouldn't believe it. Uh, uh, and this is just quick banter. Sunday morning, I've never been this hot and pissed off in my life. Waking up, and you know, I wake up. I'm like, all uh-huh. right, cool. But it's not normal wake-up time. It is smoke alarm blaring all throughout the house wake-up. I think the pl- house is on fire, emergency wake-up. Oh, up. no. What do you think's going on? I got I got a bozo trying to season his cast iron skillet in, in the <laughs> oven. And and we know we have we have smoke detectors or, or fire alarm, whatever it is, that that you, you just can't get away with it. They are hair trigger. So all throughout that, it won't what do you, stop. How do you how do you manage to set off a smoke detector with something? That is some, it, it, the the pan started smoking up. I don't know what I don't know what he did. The oil in that cast he bought a cheap cast iron skillet. He doesn't know how to use it. I know he who this is. Doesn't know how too. to season it. You, of course, who, you know who it is. You know. Of course, I, you know. Okay. All right. It was the one who last time we were recording was downloading a terabyte of porn that I said. <laughs> is it? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. Here's okay. what I know. Here's what I can guarantee. Uh, if they do wake up hot and pissed off like I did on Sunday, Notre Dame, then Duke better be worried because I was ready to. I was ready to, to run through some walls and just 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 cause. But I mean, maybe this game will come up in the next segment also. Oh, you're a dick. You're such How? a Why? dick. You're Why? such a dick that I just saw that. All right, betting segment. Here's our betting picks for the week. Rutgers. So it doesn't. By the way, I'm. There's no betting line for Rutgers Wagner. So you're lucky. You're lucky this week, Sean. You're welcome. You're lucky that there is no betting line for Rutgers Wagner. Otherwise, I'd be continuing my streak. I went three and zero again. I'm at. I'm twelve and three. I'm at eighty percent. You're stumbling ass. Who I don't care if you pick Duke to cover. I don't care. Why are you? Go ahead. Why are you spoiling the? Why are you? <laughs> Dead, dead. You're eight and seven. You're fifty three percent. You stink. What's what? Share the Duke. Well, I pick. don't just stink. get it out of the I way. You stink. stink. I'm trying to find a Rutgers line. People be broke if they were following you. Whoa. 
Fade Sean. Auto fade Sean. What's your Duke Duke Notre Dame pick? Give it. Uh, Duke Notre Dame pick. Yeah, there is not a line out for that Rutgers. I looked. Uh, trust me, <laughs> I looked. I was so upset. What's your What's your pick? Yeah, I'll start. Uh, I'll start off with maybe my tell your friend, tell your mother. Uh, Duke getting five and a half points from Notre Dame at home. Home dog. Well coached team. Good quarterback. Hosting a team coming off a brutal loss. Emotional dump. Joe, these are facts. These are just facts. I'm not being, I'm not getting under your skin here. These are just facts of the matter. You wouldn't have picked it. Right? Yes, I would have. This is a good line. This is a good line. You know, you're coming off a, a weird week where the coach made a dumb call and didn't do the penalty. So there might be some more second guessing because he knows the nation's eyes are still on him, seeing and, and, and hoping or he messes up or rooting for that he doesn't. So that's some added pressure. And then you're pressurized because Notre Dame fans are still adding pressure because Brian Kelly would have never done that, which he might not have. He might. That not was have. the opposite sentiment. The opposite sentiment was if that was Brian Kelly, we were getting blown out. So no. Okay. All right. Fine. I don't know. Whatever you say. All right. You're so why are you mad? Pick. Why are you mad? Duke because it's a bad pick. They're it's not going to. This, this is going to be less than a five point game. There's no shot. There's no plenty of a shot. shot. There's no shot. Okay. Um, take the other way. Take the other way. Pitt versus UVA, uh, Pitt versus Virginia Tech, rather. I'm taking Pitt minus three against Virginia Tech. When you have a team that is just consistently terrible, you got to keep picking against them. I think that Pitt's been bad, and I think that this might be a little bit of a recovery game. I know that there's been a lot of injuries, but give me this one as, as my recovery game. What's your second pick? Yeah, uh, Virginia Tech isn't Pitt bad, even though Pitt is bad. Uh, my second game, I will go with Utah getting three and a half points versus Oregon State. Road dog, okay, that's a little different, but it's Utah, and I think that their defense can make up for three and a half points. I do think that they could. I know that I'm not banking on a Utah defensive touchdown, even though it helped last week. It's possible. I think they do get some turnovers. I do think they get the ball in the offense's hands a couple more times. So I'm going with Utah three and a half better coach team uh, and a mean as hell team. Scandal. The scandal special returns Iowa minus 11 and a half versus Michigan state. I know that that is a very ambitious line, but I think that after you get completely blanked, blanked by Penn state and you call one of the worst games ever, Ference is feeling a little heat on his ass. He doesn't come out here and say, you know what, I need to really, really put up some points, and they don't try to completely blow out Michigan State to help save his job. I mean, I could totally see them putting up like like 35, and I know that's hilarious. You that can that's see like Iowa putting up 35 points. Michigan State is bad. It is a I know they are. Hit. Colin, clip it. Somebody clip it. All right, your, your last pick. Who says that? I, trust me, I'm feeling it. What's your last pick? Oh. I've never felt that. Uh, Washington, University of Washington, giving 18 points to Arizona. They are rolling. They are uh, on scorching hot fire. So I can have them continuing that. Uh, and then just, I mean, Arizona, bottom dweller of the Pac-12. Don't know how they got a deal before Wazoo and Oregon State. Well, I do, but, you know, I get it. Uh, but they are going to get beat the hell down by Washington because Washington is not in the mood to play around and mess up their chances for a CFP berth. 
Last one, I think Louisville has been really good, and they're playing against NC State. And NC State looked really troubling against Virginia last week. So uh, give me Louisville minus three against NC State. Uh, last thing that I want to talk about on today's show. So it was uh, this video that's going around today. It's not super viral, but uh, Diego Pavia, who I believe is is it New Mexico State's quarterback. Wait, let me pull this up really quick. Mm, right. He was New Mexico State's quarterback. And he was caught pissing on New Mexico's logo on their practice field. Now, I believe that this was before they played each other, which was very recently. But I have to say that everyone is so upset over this and is like, wow, this is, this is such a disgusting act. This is such a terrible thing that, that has happened. And New Mexico State won 27 to 17. This was two weeks ago. I, I mean, I'm, I think this is awesome. I think this is a power move. This is such a power move. You win by 10 points and then you piss on their practice field. That takes balls. I respect it. I respect that. It takes balls. I don't respect it. Uh, it is a disgusting act. It is gross. Uh, your defense of this is crazy given your internal border system when we li- uh, when we were roommates. And you couldn't walk in Joe's room you couldn't you what couldn't you use Joe's things. About? So having having the, the pissing with? on the logo, I'm just saying it's uncharacteristic. Uh it's interesting though. I haven't seen some rivalry stuff like this go go this bonkers. It's not, oh, we stole the other team's mascot. This is oh, our quarterback pissed on your field. That's based. You have to do something about that. That's based. And they didn't, which makes it it would have been a bigger story if the pisser lost. But because they won, everyone just has to shut up and realize that he pulled off a gangster-ass gangster move. It's not a great move, but it's a gangster-ass move, okay? That's how I have to deem it. He had a hell of a stat line, too. He goes 9 for 14 for 203 yards and two touchdowns, but he also rushed for 96 yards on 11 how carries. How long for? <laughs> <laughs> I like those stats. Oh, <laughs> like my God. stream. I don't know, man. I respect it. I I I don't think I'd ever have the I don't think I'd ever have the guts to piss on someone. Who's the shock value, Joe DeLeon? You I think it's great. I think we need more of this in college football. I think we need more. No, we don't. More destroying of other people's property. I'm I want that back. I want that back. I want more. Yeah. You are you are rich. Hearing Why? that come out of your mouth. That Why? is wild. Why am I, I I'm more of an asshole than bring you up are. Ta- Why are you shutting up the table? We're talking about other people's but property. That was my table. Exactly. And, okay. And if it's that your team's logo, then you're sitting. Who does this guy think he is? Yeah, but I'm not, it's not my team's logo. And I'm not on the team of the person who did the pissing. I have no I have no stock in either side. So you know what my thought process is? That's awesome. That's freaking awesome. And you know what I hope happens next year? What? I hope New Mexico shows up, beats New Mexico State, and then in their practice facility, in their locker room, wherever it is on their logo, the whole team pisses on it. Just the whole Oh, I thought you were going entire to a messier route. <laughs> no. Oh, I mean, if they defecated all over it, that would be even better. Yeah, sure. I, I su- you, I'm voting for all that. I think we need that in college football. Your inability to co- comprehend irony is my favorite thing about you.
Or maybe you do comprehend it. You just don't respect the laws of it. And then maybe what that's just where I'm sitting about? at. It's my table, so that's why it matters to me. And it doesn't that, matter because it's okay. not your team's logo. Even if I was playing at New Mexico, it's not my practice field. It's not – it's the team's practice field because in you know two, three years or whatever when I graduate, I'm gone. I'm not on that practice field ever again. By the way, what 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 soft ass leaked this this video? By the way, how can you? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why this gets. Well, you know why? You know why it got leaked? Because they won. That's why. If they lost, that's Mm -hmm. going in the vault. I don't know why people can't just keep stuff to themselves. The the incriminating videos that you see just generally on Twitter. Why post that? Why think that you should post that? Why is that good for you? It's not bad. Don't do Dad. that. Why are you locked? Why, why, why are you in court right now making it having to having to do this? Because your buddy posted it. And now this is going to be posted. He's got to go meet with the athletic de- department. See what happens. This is this will be a fun saga to track. At Joe DeLeon at Sanderson Radio. We'll be back. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.